3: Hello, everybody. It's uh, 7 past 12. It's 500,000 below zero. There's no reason why we live here, but we do, at least some of us, because you can listen to us many ways. You can listen here anywhere in Minnesota. If our, our signal is strong enough, you can listen to us. Well, really, the signal is so strong it pops up in many other states. You can also... If the app works, check us out on the Odyssey app anywhere on the planet. Chad Hartman, Dave Harrigan, Talk, 830-WCCO, here until 3, Iowa, Iowa, and Iowa, the first couple of segments, and he's back, he's better than ever, Tom Delmonico, maybe about 1240 or so, reporting from Iowa. Dave Harrigan, here are the individuals. Since 1976, who have won the Iowa caucus and then won the presidency? Ooh. Let me, how, how about phrase it this way? How many, this is Democrats and Republicans, since 1976? That's a while ago. Mm-hmm. That is, well, I'm, when the Iowa caucus took place in January 76, I'm 10. You are how many years away from uh, birth? Eight. Eight. Born in 84. 84. How many Democrats and Republicans since 1976, not nominated, but won the presidency?
4: In the past 48 years, we're talking. Yeah. 1976. You know, so we can
3: play the game here. It's two, 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 two you know, do, mm-hmm. do a lot of twos, right?
4: Not many. Not many is correct. That's my
3: guess. Not many. Uh, I'm going to guess three. You got it. Mm. Very good. You're very good at the game. Didn't have to call a friend, and you get what we normally get here at the station. Nothing. Nothing. Jimmy Carter. Okay. 1976. That's a great one. George Bush. W. W. Okay. 2000. Barack Obama. 2008. That's it. That's your list. So are we spending, I mean, this show talks politics. I enjoy it. We talk significantly more politics since a phenomenon known as Donald Trump came into our lives because he's such a talking point. Love him, hate him, people talk about him. But when you think three people have won Iowa, and then won the presidency. We got to be overhyping tonight if it's three, right? <laughs> do we know how well the other states
4: have predicted it? For instance, New Hampshire coming up next. Have they done much better? Do we know? I think you should go to the Google on that. You have to work on that. I because just looked. I, well, I per- perhaps
3: they're all terrible. I don't know. Well, they're not all. Well, that'd be a good one too. Which state has the longest track record? Uh- Predicting yeah. the winner, we know it's got to be California. They're the psychics. <laughs> no, the California <laughs> psychics. Oh, whoa! What was that? Did you hear that? Yeah, I don't know where that came yeah, from. Very cool. The know. California psychics themselves would be correct. I don't think California does a whole. Is no, right? It's the land it's been of a while. free spirits and yeah. open minds. I mean, the ad says so. Just a hunch. They didn't vote for Donnie in two thousand and sixteen. They, have, they don't have a very good track record of voting for Republicans. Uh, Google, does somebody know that? The state which has the longest track record of getting it right. This is a little bit of, this is playing both parties, this Iowa situation. So, again, Jimmy Carter, 76, George W. Bush, 2000, Barack Obama, 2008, So do we spend too much time talking about Iowa if that's the track record? If you don't pay a lot of attention to politics, then maybe so. Look, one party's not even participating. One party is not participating. The Democrats have done nothing in Iowa. Joe Biden has done nothing. He's saying it's all about South Carolina. By the way, New Hampshire has said we're still going to have a primary So we'll talk New Hampshire next week. I have other questions about Iowa. I want to start with this one. Where would we be in Iowa, in this race, if Donald Trump relatively quickly would have conceded the truth, which is that he lost? If Donald Trump, election night or even a couple weeks after, let's give him a couple weeks. I know a lot of people, well, Hillary still, Hillary called Donald Trump about 2.30 the morning after when we still were on the air here on CCO and conceded defeat. That's the biggest difference. Are, were there Democrats who never, ever Ever were willing to say Donald Trump won? Yep, correct. Hillary Clinton didn't. And by the way, Donald Trump, if he wanted to go to court, that's fine. It's well within his his purview. But he lost and 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 lost. And he still today thinks he won. But if Donald Trump concedes within the first week or two, where? Would we be? Because right now, he is headed for a potential historic victory. In Iowa, the highest percentage for a Republican is W with 41%. The biggest margin is Bob Dole, 12 percentage points. The latest poll has Don Trump at 48%. So that's noticeably above the 41%. That's that ASU math I have right here. And he's 28 percentage points ahead of Nikki Haley. This is according to what has been the most accurate poll historically. Doesn't mean it's going to be accurate tonight. Don Trump's going to win tonight. He's not going to lose. But that has him up 28 points. This, if it's close to that, is a sh- historic Shellacking. To his credit, whether you love him or hate him, it would be all credit to him. So that's one question. Did you find, by the way, the state with the longest track record?
4: No, I was just looking yeah. at the, the New Hampshire results from previous years. Yeah.
3: You know, let's get to New Hampshire No, next week. I want, I want the state with the longest uh, track record of picking the right president. I want to ask you this question. If the morning of January 7th, I would have told you that Donald Trump is most likely headed to a historic victory in Iowa, what would you have said? That's the day after riot, insurrection, whatever you want to call it, but it was an attempt to stop the transfer of power. It was an attempt to prevent Congress from certifying that Joe Biden won, and the attempt to stop it was with violence by some individuals. Not everybody showed up. All these things I've said hundreds of times. You weren't automatically an uh, insurrectionist if you showed up just for the speech or if you just went to the Capitol. Obviously not. But you went inside calling for violence, uh, breaking in, and breaking property. You were doing it for one reason, to try to stop the certification of the vote. So if I tell you the next day when there was a long, long, long list of of Republican Donald Trump supporters who said, "No more. That's it. I am done with this. And I can I can go to the Google. I've got it right here. I can give you the long list of people who on January 6th who were begging the president to go outside, make a speech, and call for this den." He did hours later. It's just funny how people say, oh, look at what Trump said. Yeah, hours later. Don Jr., Ivanka, Eric, Sean Hannity, Kevin McCarthy, numerous other top Republican officials texting Donald Trump, please call for this, Dan. Call for your supporters to leave the Capitol. So if I ask you, January 7th, 2021, and I say, guess what? Three years later, when the Iowa caucuses roll around, he's going to crush his opponents. I got to believe most Republicans would say, are you kidding me? No. We're glad he was president, but this is unacceptable. We're moving on. What do you want to say on these questions? I have raised, and Dave's looking to see if he can find the state with the longest track record. Do you feel confident yet, or are you still looking? That look on your face says you're not confident. I'm
4: not 1,000% confident right now. But it looks like
3: Wisconsin is the best. Really? Yeah. how many, does it say how many elections in a row?
4: looks like, I think they're going back to 76. I'm I'm looking between two different things here. Hang on. Hang on. I'm not sure how long this one's going back, but... uh, Top of the tier, it says they've been ninety three point eight percent. Now this was this is Washington Post about eight years ago. So this maybe they've stunk it up
3: the last eight years. No, they, they got they got Trump and uh, Biden right. They had Trump in, in sixteen, and they had Biden in in two thousand twenty. You know, we just had to watch the Packers beat the Cowboys. Can we just not give them credit? Y- yeah. So they have have picked the president. Every time since 1976.
4: Yes. And in fact, at least when it it comes to the GOP specifically, they are perfect. Uh, But other than that, 93.8 percent. They're perfect. uh, They've never, ever in the
3: history of of Wisconsin picked the wrong candidate.
4: Since 76. They are among nine states that since 76 have been perfect.
3: With the GOP. Yes, with the GOP specifically. But overall election, you're saying since 1976 also? 93.8 overall. I don't know what 93.8 means. That's their percentage. They've been correct 93.8% of the time. Oh, but so we don't In know. In primaries. It, no, no. Both I'm just, parties. No. Maybe I, I must have explained this wrong. I'm talking general election. General election. Which state has picked the president? See, I'm looking at primary results here. I know, but I don't think that's what I said. But either way. <laughs> uh, this is
4: not a good start to the show. Yeah. No, it's not.
3: It's uh, 20 past uh, 12. Text in 651
2: How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage.
5: Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast, all lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast.
3: Okay, so let's get back to our questions here. Um, if Donald Trump concedes the election relatively quickly, Where are we at today? Where do you think we're at? We're getting text on different points tied to this. I appreciate the text, but not really directly at the questions I've asked. If Donald Trump concedes in the first week or two, where are we at today? I don't think Donald Trump has nearly the lead. I don't. I think it's a much closer race. He still might be ahead, but I... I don't think it's close. I think a lot of Trump's continued sway on the party is they stole the election from him, which they didn't. There's no provable, legally confirmed proof at all that the election was stolen from him. But he still, (coughs) excuse me, has convinced. Many, a high percentage of Republicans that Joe Biden didn't win the race. So I believe that the lead would not be nearly as large as it is today. Dave Harrigan, do you agree with me? No. So if he can see, let me just, let me phrase again. Yeah. He, the night Joe Biden beats him, he said, Joe, congrats, you won. And he doesn't spend the next three years, almost every day, saying the election was stolen. You think the margin would be the same? I think it would be an extremely different race in the fact
4: that I don't know if Nikki Haley, Ron DeSantis, Vivek, would they all be running? He still would have
3: opponents. He had, would have opponents. He, In fact, you know what I'd say? He'd have more because he lost because I mean, he did lose 100%, not 99%, not 1%. He lost. You don't have to, you have to be happy about it. And by the way, you can be happy that he lost. You can feel like Biden has run our country in the ground, but you, you, you do not, you don't have credibility. If you, if you say one, so, he, I think he'd have even more big names running against him. This is just me. You, you, you totally can disagree because they'd say, definitively, you lost. Now they tippy-toe around it. I mean, DeSantis and Haley, absolutely tippy-toe around. Whether or I haven't lost. seen that one bit. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> so so you're right, different race, but you still, still think Trump against – this crew and the crew would have uh, basically a 30-point lead. I think if you would have still,
4: even if he admitted defeat, said it didn't go our way, but we're going to be back in four years, I what the country was like in 2020 to what it is now, I don't think he would have eroded a whole lot of support from that base. And maybe there's, you know, a subset of Republicans who were, you know, a little bit wishy-washy, you know, not, not sure whether to support him, but now are all in. Because of, you know, the stolen election continued lie. Boy, I think he still has a stranglehold on the race regardless.
3: Yeah, we we differ dramatically because I I just think a lot of a significant percentage of his voters. Now, they would have wanted him anyway. I agree. Okay. But there are a lot of others who are like, well, he won. He's right. He's convinced me. It was stolen. We've had these polls lately of 70% of Republicans believing falsely that Joe Biden um, didn't win. Mm -mm. He did win. Okay, so we differ on that. Let's get to this. Go ahead. Well, do you think then there's a, a
4: high number of Republicans who would love to vote for Donald Trump but just can't based on the election lie that are supporting Nikki or Ron or whoever else? That said, you know what, Trump's my guy, but I just can't.
3: So, if Trump would have just accepted, yes, that they'd be on fake. Team
4: Trump, but because he didn't, that's the only reason they're saying, nope, I, uh, I'm going to, you know, put my uh, put my vote behind one of the other candidates.
3: It's a fair counterpoint to my question. I just still believe there are. I'll phrase it this way. If he loses, okay, and then also supports the candidates he lost, that who lost in 2022, mm-hmm. because he pulls off this amazing victory in, in 16, okay, but then a lot of his candidates lose in 18, including he loses control of the House. But, a, you know, a lot of off-year elections for presidents, yeah. they lose, that right? That happens with the incumbents, he, yeah. He, he loses in 20, he loses in 22. I think DeSantis... And Haley and anybody else who's in the race would have would have pointed out more and more. Why are you with Trump? He won in 16, but he's lost 18, 20, and 22, and I think that would have gained a little more traction. Let's get to the next next question. And by the way, anybody can chime in, because Dave and I see this differently. 651 461 9226 If uh, uh, if we would have sat here, January 7th, 1230, 2021, and said Donald Trump. Has a lead of just short of thirty percentage points in the Iowa caucus. I I think I don't think it's just folks who are skeptical of him, who don't think he's up to the job. I think there would have been a lot of Republicans who would have said, "No way!" When he sat there on the sixth and did nothing, that was it. Now maybe the 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 absolute. Die, diehards would have stayed. But I think there's a number of other Republicans who would not. So I don't think he'd have, I mean, I, I think we would have been floored. If a poll would have been taken January 7th, 2021, do you believe Donald Trump, when we get to the Iowa caucus, is going to have a 30 percentage point lead? (laughs) No way, right? Nobody. The guy cannot be touched. Like, Teflon, Don. You with me on that
4: one? He's better than Teflon. Teflon eventually wears off. Got that coating on your pans.
3: He's better than that. Chad, I agree. Magism is is based on being a victim. Jobs that are taken from there, this makes Trump look like a victim. I think the victim part has really helped him out. Uh let's see. If Trump won, he cannot run for a third term. We didn't say that. We said if he accepted the results and right away said I lost. We didn't say if he won, would he be running again? Uh, that's not that's not close to what I said. Uh, More text. Don't think the stolen part drives his popularity. I think it's his sticking a finger in the eye of the establishment, the apparent deep state, border crisis, et cetera, that drives his popularity. Uh, Chad, the reason Trump lost no support after January 6th is because Trump supporters view January 6th as an event triggered by a fraudulent election result and believe Trump supporters of Capital were justified in their anger. Well... True, but the, and, and I only ask two questions. But if he does one, the other one doesn't happen, right? If he accepts the results, there is no January 6th. Well, that's right? your opinion on if he was an instigator or not.
4: I mean, it was just people going on a tourism uh, trip, Jet. He yeah, had no
3: part of it. Yeah, there's no event if he's not <laughs> spending three months, you know, lying and lying and lying. Uh, more text. If 70% of Republicans believe the election was stolen with absolutely no proof, it begs the question, is Trump all we deserve as a country? More truck uh, text. Chad, I vote for Trump after he took out the 15 candidates during the debates, didn't have much of a choice. If he had a smidge of humility, it would go a long ways. In my opinion, he's too polarized. I'm a Nikki Haley fan. Hope she gains ground going forward. Like, if he showed a little more of the guy he was when he was on the talk shows, and was more likable and admitted some of his faults. Does that change his persona? I don't, he obviously doesn't have to with his group. <laughs> I mean, the greatest loyalty of all time. Mm-hmm. Does it get him more people? Doesn't give any Democrats. Does it get a few more Republicans? Maybe. But, like, if he's doing that, he probably doesn't say a lot of his other if he's more of the talk show host, the, you know, the kind of poke fun himself guy, he probably doesn't say as many inflammatory things so that the two are so <laughs> such the opposite. I just I can't imagine. All right. Uh, we might have to reschedule Tom Delmonico. Tom apparently has some scheduling issues. So we're going to see if we can pull that off. We'll let you know if we have.
2: Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time.
3: Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. What is, uh, before we go to Tom, what is our uh, music theme of the day?
4: Uh, it is MLK Day today, so uh, this is a little public enemy, but it's all songs that are related to, inspired by, or in memory of a Martin Luther King Jr. Sounds uh, great.
3: Excellent, excellent decision there. Let's bring him in, like all of our guests, on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. It's, uh, I don't know, I feel like a friend. We've had him on many times before. Tom Delmonico is with us as he's in Iowa, covering the Iowa caucuses. Tom, how are you?
6: Three, two, one. Hi, Tom Delmonico reporting live from Iowa caucuses 2024. And good afternoon, folks. Tom Delmonico here, hitting the road and bringing you the pulse of democracy from the heart of Iowa on this chilly afternoon. But the political heat is on as candidate by for the support in the caucuses. Uh, Chad, should I set the scene
3: for you here in Iowa? Yeah, Tom, we're live too. You didn't have to go like three, two, one. Like this is, this is we're on the air on the, the flamethrower known as WCCO radio. I would, love, I would love if you would set the scene. Can I just ask you this? Where are you in Iowa?
6: I apologize profusely. I've been doing so many of these drops today. I uh, I hadn't uh, I hadn't thought about if it was being recorded live here no problem. with you, so my apologies. Ah. Uh, but I'm standing amidst uh, the cornfields here in Iowa where the air is charged with anticipation. Chad, the caucuses have this unique charm of neighboring neighbors gathering together in gymnasiums and community centers to discuss debate and ultimately choose candidates they believe will lead our nation. Uh, We need to spotlight some of these key contenders and dive into the political landscape, as you alluded to while I was on hold. Uh, Among these contenders, of course, are those seasoned professionals and then the fresh faces. Of course, there's everything in between those who are usually on the ballot uh, that uh, have no purpose or meaning to be on that uh, or be here, but they're there once again. And one name who is strongly resonating is Senator Jane Anderson. She's got a grassroots approach, and she's gained some traction here. And I've had the chance to witness her energy and surrounding her campaign at uh, at, at, uh, Denny's restaurant here uh, last night.
3: Uh, Tom, could you give me that name again one more time?
6: Senator Jane Anderson. Uh, I had the privilege of sitting down with her as she shared a vision for more inclusive America, emphasizing economic reform and and unity. Uh, It's clear she has struck a chord with Iowans who yearn for that change uh, right here in Iowa. Uh,
3: Tom, is it uh, possible you're looking at another race? Um, uh, Jane Anderson is not uh, running to be the next president of the United States. As a Republican, I'm not certain who you met or who you're talking with. Dave, did you do a quick Google search, too? You did not find a senator, Jane Anderson, did you? Unless she's a state senator, perhaps. Yeah, I maybe. I don't know, but yeah, certainly
4: not yeah. in the U.S. So you're, going to
6: see, you're going to see her emerge uh, out here. And as I crisscross Iowa, the diversity of opinions is striking uh, because, you know, you go from a bustling town to a countryside, and every corner has that unique perspective And it is democracy in action, folks. And it's once again, it's palatable.
3: I love when you say crackling.
6: It is. Sure, indeed. And one thing is for certain, uh, Chad, uh, these caucuses showcase the power of community engagement. And these Iowans, they take pride in this role as the first to vote their preferences in the nation. And it's a testament to the 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 democratic spirit. Uh, that makes this nation strong. You can see it in every one of these shops, every one of the gas stations. It is, it is actually exciting to be here, and, I, and I'm proud to be here. So uh, can I, as I give my closing thoughts, as I wrap up my journey through Iowa, uh, this, it's, it's significant to note uh, that this state is shaping the political landscape. It cannot be overstated how this state does that. Uh, I would like you to stay tuned to Witness Democracy Unfold. I'm happy to be uh, a source for you here today and every day, Chad. It's Tom Delmonico signing off from the Iowa Caucus 2024, where the heartland shapes the future of this great nation.
3: Is that it, Tom? Are you done? Have you given us all the information you have?
6: Oh, that is my prepared uh, drop. Again, my apologies. I thought that's what we were doing here oh, today. yeah, I. Uh, but I'm, I, I'm able to stand for a few questions.
3: I would if love you, if I would, you have them. I would love just a couple. Of, how many uh, Iowa caucuses, Tom, have you personally covered?
6: It's gonna be my seventeenth. 17? Seven that I've covered. Wow! I took some. I took some time off and was in the uh, anchor chair, like you, uh, back there at HQ. And I've uh, sent others uh, before me. But, you know, as I get older in my career, and uh, those jobs are not uh, prevalent, I went back, strapped my boots, got back on the road, and as you know, corresponding from wherever needed to be, yep. uh, Tom Delmonico is there.
3: I love that you're out there, Tom. So will you zero in on one particular caucus tonight, or will you be moving from caucus to caucus?
6: You know, it's funny you ask that, because um, there's a pool of us here that uh, we're talking about sharing notes uh, to be able to give and photographs uh, to be able to give a multi position outlook uh, for our relative. Uh, one of the uh, fellows here uh, that I met, uh, Wong, he is uh, from China and he is uh, delivering back to China. And uh, he has a bit of a language barrier, and so I'm going to be sending him my notes. Uh, we're going to use um, the uh, Iowa uh, Iowa network here. The Iowa, I believe it's the Iowa Farm Bureau's network, to uh, to send things up and down the line. Uh, so, will you, Tom, will you be Tom? Will
3: you be heard in China tonight? Is that what you're telling me?
6: I'm fairly certain that I will. He is going to translate what I say. Uh, and we're going to we're going to cover multiple locations uh, tonight, because as you know, these gymnasiums, uh, these these uh, buildings, these city halls that are used, uh, these are big uh, facilities, right? Yeah. Several hundred could be in there. Uh, Fifty in one location that I was seeking out. I'm not going there. Uh, but we are uh, we, we've teamed up, and so I will I will definitely have multiple location influences uh, for you and for others that are listening at home today tom it's always a
3: pleasure uh stay warm good luck with your venture uh, with the chinese correspondent and you know we'll reach out again tom i guess i don't know i feel like we can hear him can you hear tom i could still hear the phone connection yeah i think tom has left us guess that's the end of the hit. I think that's it. Three, two, one. Thank you, Tom. Appreciate that. It's always interesting to get Tom on the air.
4: I got I to
3: gotta look more into Jane Anderson. I I'm not familiar. I don't know who Jane Anderson is. Do you? I mean, he said Senator, right? Senator. Senator I, Jane I, Anderson. I'm going to have to look up the Iowa State Senate. I'd... You want to give any thoughts on Tom's report? Maybe we've missed it. You know? We miscommunicated early. Maybe we've missed out on Senator Jane Anderson. Very possible. It's good to hear from Tom again, as confusing as it might be. It's uh, 49 past 12 on CCO. Overrated underrated properly is uh, next hour. Would you want to do the caucus? So your option, Dave Arrigan, is I can vote or I can gather for an hour, an hour and a half, listen and have this debate, and then we all – come together and give our thoughts. Cause.
4: and that, That's how it works, right? There's representatives from each, for each candidate there. Yep. They yep. stump a little bit of why their guy or gal is the one you should vote you, for.
3: You maybe can speak up to, mm-hmm. no, I just want to vote. Zero mm-hmm. percent chance I would ever show up at a I, I mean, I guess I would because I'd want to participate. I want my vote to count. No, I just want to go and... They are seemingly the same very, very nice people who are, by the way, not paid off. They're not from Hugo Chavez. They're not rigging the ballots. They're just our neighbors who are doing the work. I just want to vote
4: and get on with the rest of my day. Say the caucus starts at 6 p.m. Yeah. Yeah. And you know it generally takes an hour and a half to two hours to get through all the rigmarole? Can I Is it okay care? to just walk up at, you know, quarter to eight and say, hey, we voting yet? No.
3: No, not yet? No.
4: All right, I'm heading to Arby's. Yeah. I'll be back
3: in 20. I mean, this is similar to when uh, my kids go to a large high school, and if I'm an A, I'd like to be able to walk out. Oh. I mean, it's, you're with me. No, I'm Of graduation. Yeah. 3,000 kids. Your kid's name is Alan Aaron. And you're at YZ Eden Prairie. Alan Aaron, boom. You're the first one. Maybe it's Aaron Aaron. Aaron Aaron. It's Aaron Aaron. And now you have to stay there for 3,000 others. You know you want to walk out.
4: Maybe I want to, but I'm... Kind enough and not so selfish enough where I would you're, stay there.
3: That makes you a bad person if you get a seat, like top row, mm-hmm. on the aisle, Alan Anderson, and instead of waiting three more hours, you sneak out while not bothering anybody else. Yes. Then you're a bad person? Yes, you are. No. Because if everyone did
4: that, then by the time it got to Zachary Zacchaeus, only Zach's
3: mom and dad and grandma are there. They're setting they really, bad precedent. Do you really care if other people are there? When the kids graduate, do you think the kids care at all? I don't think they care at all. I think they do it at the end when they say, all
4: right, everybody, give it up for the class of 2024. And all you hear is,
3: "Yeah." Well, oh, no, I mean, they want a rousing applause as they throw up the hat.
4: I'm there. saying
2: there's
3: kind of a cutoff, like at the the E's. Oh, then okay. you're in on it. Oh, A get... through D, you're
4: more special than the rest of the alphabet. <laughs> I get... Oh, I think
3: you know the A through D's E's. They should not have to stay there. Look, you don't... know who has to stay there?
4: Alan Anderson and Aaron Aaron. They don't get to leave. No,
3: no, I I I don't think so. I think I think you're okay. I think you are. So you're in the caucuses. You better show up. And I, you know what I want to do? I want to vote. Wish you good luck voting. I want to go
2: out with the rest of my life and feel frozen as I go outside. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage.